It's time for an inside look at the most powerful motorsport on the planet. WFO Radio, NHRA Nitro. Well, 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 it is the holidays. That's right. WFO, everybody. Joe Costello here. And it is time for our WFO Radio Holiday Happy Hour. Tis the season. Gift getting and receiving and checking out all the stuff you just got. Oh, man, it's great. What a year. Oh, and getting and giving and buying and shopping for others. All of that big part of the holiday season. Hello, and hopefully you are all well. Welcome to Holiday Happy Hour. And so here's the deal, everybody. Here's the deal. We have just gone on the air. We are now on the air on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and super excited about all of it. And who knows what will happen? The way I see it, this is it. This is the Holiday Happy Hour. I'm here. I've got a jacket. You're here. And that's all that matters. We've decorated the studio. we got a Christmas tree. There's a bear with a hat. That's all that matters. But if anything else were to happen, like a little alcoholic beverage, which we are ready to go, uh, or a guest or two, that would be great. You guys, the WFO universe have been the best. Now I do, I have to have to tick through the people who made it all possible before we get to your comments. And I expect I might even send one of you guys the link out there. Who knows what's going to happen here on WFO radio for the next, you know, hour or so, who knows, who knows how long it'll go. Maybe it'll go 10 minutes. Maybe I'll just, uh, you know, have a couple of beers and get out of here. But this is it where we look back and we have fun. And I expect, I think of my Christmas parties back in the day at QAM here in Miami. That's where all the stuff went down. And I'll tell you those stories a little bit later. But right now I got to tell you about Marvin Rodak. Rodak's Coffee and Grills.com, hot sauces and spice rubs, 817-924-6821. And if you haven't loaded up on a little Rodak's coffee already, well, you should. You should. You will love it. Marvin Rodak and Samtech. There is a brand new factory stock podcast out and available right now. Factory stock podcast is out and available. You definitely need to check it out. Because it's Aaron Stanfield and it's Brian Massengill. And he breaks a little news about Samtech and the class and all of that. And the five years that they've been involved, etc. Factory stock podcast. Total seal piston rings. We did the total seal holiday family reunion yesterday live in the Hidden Horsepower Facebook group. Which, by the way, thank you so much for you guys, WFO, to uh, load up that Facebook group. Just be ready to learn about ring seal. And it was Lake Speed and Matt Hartford and Keith Jones and myself. And that video is up in their Facebook group right now. But you can also hear the podcast audio on the Hidden Horsepower podcast. Why? What is it all about? If you're an engine builder, if you're an aspiring engine builder, if you're an aspiring engine owner, you're going to want total seal piston rings in your engine. Simple as that. And, of course, Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, the Dragster Adventure, frankhawley.com, the Dragster Adventure, an alcohol funny car and all of that stuff. Frank Hawley, Frank and Lana doing such a great job. Lana doing such a great job over the years. Really appreciate Frank and their support here on WFO radio. And of course the folks at nitro fish racing. And at some point during the show, when we're having a technical issue, I will tell you how to get your own WFO radio face covering. And remember, I just went by and saw my dad today. I don't see him all the time because of obviously the uh, pandemic we're all living through, but uh, he got snakes book and he says he can't put it down that he cannot put it down. And it is just such a bummer that we had a little bit of an auto audio issue the other day with snake because I would have loved to have asked him some specifics, but we'll try to get him back. But like, you know, it's up in our WFO store. You just click on it. It goes into your Amazon cart 
along with Kelly Wade's new Warren Johnson book and many, many others. But Snake and Garlets, you know, what's that relationship like? It's in the book. How exciting is that? And so going to have a little bit of fun. Not going to go too crazy with the production here today. Like, for instance, this guy, Ralph, Ralphie. You shoot your eye out, Ralph. Send out your face covering. Yeah, that was me. Uh, you know, I could blame the post office. No, it was all me. I, I didn't. I missed you on the list. Simple as that. Thank you for reaching out and thank you for being helpful. Let's see. Randy says, what's up? Let's party. Yes. Beverages are encouraged for everybody out there. And this is the time for thinking back big moments of the year. If you want to throw something out on the table with me, uh, put it in the comment section. And it's as simple as that. Like looking back at 2020, it was a really tough year, but I think we all became stronger to say the least, certainly the relationships. Dave, what's up, Dave? Dave is always sending good photographs. He's one of the photographers that hits the uh, NHRA and uh, does a great job. He's out there in Vegas area. What's up, Dave? Happy holidays to you. Greg, two trees. I actually have four trees in my house, like my big tree Christmas tree, my slightly smaller tree that's a fiber optic like that. This fiber optic one that the great Giovanni in Miami from the Ignition Show sent me when I worked at XM in D.C. It's like, here, here's a tree. And of course, the Miami Hollywood tree, which is the best one of all, um, although I'm waiting on switches so that I can get back to practicing just in case I'm ever, uh, you know, called into service. And let's see, Cindy, happy holidays to you, Cindy. Happy holidays to you. Let me see. I'm getting a, a message from somebody. There it is. And, you know, the usual suspects. And I might have forgotten to invite someone. Everybody is busy. Everybody is super busy right now because they're all sprinting to the finish. And I don't mind. I swear to you, I do not mind if not one person jumps in on this deal because everybody is as busy as you can imagine trying to get to the stripe before Friday. My problem is I couldn't do this yesterday because I've got fast lane Friday at Homestead Miami Speedway. We'll be seeing like Lamborghinis and Porsches and Camaros and Mustangs race down pit road at Homestead. I'm going to be a big part of that. And so... Today's Friday for me, right? Happy holiday, Cindy. Jay Selig. What's up, Jay? How's Mama Selig? What's up, Sam? How's Sam doing out there? Sam uh, had me on his podcast earlier this year. Thank you very much for that, Sam. Thinking of things that I am uh, thankful for. Got a lot of press this year. Some pub for WFO. Let's, uh, let's start there. Let's start there. No, let's say what's up to Jeff. Hey, guys. Merry Christmas. What's up, Jeff? How are you doing? Let's. Say what's up to Jay Blake. Merry Christmas from snowy Cape Cod. Yes, to everybody that is living in the snowstorm right now, uh, be safe. I have seen some photographs. Brian Lones just sent me a photo of like, I don't know what it was, but it was all white. Whatever it was, it was all white. And I was like, what is that stuff? And certainly I know what it is. But to Jay, who has been so great to WFO, uh, what's up, Jay? Really appreciate you. Thank you for saying hello. And uh, I'm not afraid of cold. I'm just, I don't want to say smart enough because that implies everyone else is not smart. That's not, it is afraid enough to move away from it. Jeff Rice, Diepenhock, big listener, uh, joined the holiday happy hour. That's right. That's it, everybody. No more work for the day. Share this, start a watch party, be ready, have fun. That's all. Uh, here's another Jeff. He was in on the Hidden Horsepower uh, family reunion holiday party, which was very fun. Asked some questions, bought some hidden horsepower t-shirts. Thank you for doing that, Jeff. Always love when we move the needle. Uh, 
Uh, Lauren Murphy. What's up, Lauren? Love the Christmas tree. Thank you very much. Yes. I had to decorate for the holidays. Got some Christmas bells back there as well on our trophy. Selena looking festive. Yeah. Right. If you go to a holiday party, I take the holiday parties very seriously, folks. It's Florida. What you may or may not know about Florida is that we overcompensate for our lack of cold weather. For instance, um, any opportunity to wear a jacket, any opportunity, like is it 60 degrees? Jacket. Any kind of quasi-formal event where you won't become super hot? Jacket. Holiday party? Jacket. And so here we are. But yes, and also with Christmas lights. Everybody goes extremely crazy with Christmas lights. If you are not a Floridian, you must know that we dominate the nation when it comes to Christmas lights because we don't have cold weather or snow. Let's see. I got my dad's snake's book for the Christmas tree. That's great. Thank you for the recommendation. Way to go, Lauren. That's exactly why we're here, to make recommendations of stuff for you to buy. Simple as that. And the WFO store on our page is, I got some good stuff in there, but I'm looking to expand the reach looking to expand the reach selena i'm at work it's frowned upon what drinking at work well it depends on the type of work if you're a podcast host people like it but selena thank for all thank you for all you've done congratulations on a great year with matt smith racing and winning the championship in the last race and all that and uh singing the national anthem that's like you have one of the best versions that i know it's tight it's tight it's quick Two things that I look for in my version of the national anthem. Keith, love seeing a Christmas tree next to a Christmas tree. Me too. Me too. And just really appreciate it. Uh, all that. We're having fun with the WFO universe. But look at, look at, look at this. We're not getting skunked on guests. That's all that matters. Look at this, ladies and gentlemen, our first guest. And I appreciate it. Mr. Holiday. Hey, Wait, Joe. Did you slim down like 30 pounds or what? No, I haven't. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get this thing right. Is that good? How about this, Joseph? Yeah, okay, you're great. All right, cool. Happy holidays, Joseph. What are you doing? Where are you? Uh, I'm at a place called Fun Planners. Here, look. I'll show you the. Their yeah, give us the tour of Fun Planners. There it is. Hey, fun, fun Planners. What do they plan? Fun. They, uh, they they're uh, they're a special event company, and they do uh, they do they rent games like uh, pool tables, large inflatables, yes, uh, virtual reality stuff. It's all cool. And I'm over here. And I've been doing virtual game shows this week. So you're oh. working right now and you're taking time out of work to jump on our WFO holiday happy hour. Joe, it's because I like you. You know thank what I'm saying? Well, thank you very much. I appreciate and the, it. And the fans have been clamoring for Courtney and myself to get back on. So, you know. They have been clamoring. Like little genuine clamoring. I get an email or two every single week and shout outs on uh, Facebook and the Twitter machine. Like bring back Courtney and Jason. Joe. We don't want to hear from you anymore. And yeah, so, yes. We, we don't care about these, you know, world champion drag racers and things no. like that. Icon they really drag do. Racers. They just want the sideshow. They really do. They really do. Before we go any further into the fun, I know you got to just pop in for a second. But thank you very much for helping us kill the uh, the pandemic time with that. You didn't have to do that. It was fun. It was great. Appreciate it. Listen, man, I, I it's always a treat to talk to you and talk to your, you know, fans and and uh, WFO team and out, everybody out there. I love it. Keep That's me in great. touch. All right. So what's up with you, Jason Logan? What are you thankful for as we get ready for the holidays? Uh, I'm thankful for uh, not having uh, the Rona yet. Um, me, yes, me too. I'm, I'm yeah. pitching a shutout. Uh, yeah. For as bad as it has been in Florida, I haven't gotten it yet. So that's good. Good. Uh, I'm thankful that I'm starting to work again, which is good. Yes. You working know, uh, 
I'm, I'm thankful that I have family and friends that are all still healthy and everything, you know, even if they're sick, they're going to get healthy. That's all good. But uh, yeah, that's it, man. I'm thankful to have you as a friend, Joe. Ah, oh, that's wonderful. Thank you for saying that. Didn't you like just do something drag racing themed, though? Tell us about that. Uh, I went to Dallas this weekend for Toys for Tacos. Alex Laughlin put together an amazing car show, him and Courtney, and the whole Elite HP uh, team out there, West Buck and Kings Ridge Media, Marty, everybody out there. They put on this amazing, I mean, it was, we had over 200 cars, uh, over 100, and I believe 20 of them were in the, uh, you know, in the running for, you know, best in show and all that stuff. Uh, but everybody got a taco that brought a toy. It was amazing. The treat, they got over 400 toys. Uh, it was insane. It was really cool. And I, you know, they asked me, they have our, they were having a hot dog eating contest. And yes. Cody said, um, we can't have a hot dog eating contest without Jason Logan. So I went out there, did the thing, uh, emceed, kept the, kept the, the party hopping. It was great. It was awesome. That's awesome. That is great, great news. Raced some toys for charity in exchange for some tacos, which is great, too. Uh, that is that is awesome. So uh, real quick, you know, I yeah. know you got to jet out of here, so I don't want to keep you for any longer than you can stay. So uh, but but re reflect on on this year like uh, it was terrible, but I feel like we're coming out of it. I do, too. Uh, you know, this vaccine. Are you going to take the first round of vaccines, Joe? On the starting line, if NHRA allows me to do it. Okay. All on right. the starting line, I will go out in a chair on the starting line and receive the vaccine in front of whoever wants to watch me receive it. That's how I feel about it. Are we going to are we going to be able to have like a full stands for the Gator Nationals in March? Okay, honestly, my opinion, this is just my opinion. I am not an official. I'm going to say no, not in March, but I think by you know, June, July, August, September, yeah. that like at this time next year, assuming everybody does what I said that I will do and go out on the starting line and receive the vaccine. Yeah, I think so. That's I how think it so works. too. Yeah, I got to be honest with you, though. I mean, uh, for this 20, I mean, I only did Pomona and I went to Gainesville just to say hi. <laughs> so, you, right. know, uh, you know, I missed that whole and it was funny because Courtney and I were talking about it. Uh, this past weekend, I was like, you know, we miss the people. Yeah, the racing's all cool and all, and that that that's what brings everybody in there. But we're all a dysfunctional family that shows up week after week, and we all get to hang out, and we all have fun, and we're and it's a whole separate life. And uh, that's what I, I miss that whole thing. But uh, but yeah, you know, listen, I I, I think I'm going to be a better person in 2021 because of what happened in 2020. Let's put it like that. You sure? <laughs> I might have, I might, I might tolerate people more. I don't know. Look at me. I'm Holly Jolly right now. You are Holly Jolly with the tightly groomed white beard. It's very, uh, you, you could definitely get Santa work in the next 20 years. Well, definitely. I mean, I, I think I missed out this season, but next season, I'm going to grow it out a little bigger and we'll see how it goes. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Jason, listen, I don't want to hold you too long. Thank you for passing through and in, and you can't drink uh, beverages right now, but I'll, this one's for you. Cheers. Thank you, sir. But after this, I'll be drinking some milk punch. Do you know what milk punch is, Joe? No. Enlighten me. What is milk punch? It's Sounds eggnog. We're, I'm doing trivia questions for uh, these companies, and one of them is, you know, what is milk punch? It's eggnog. Eggnog. All right, hit me with one more. Uh, how about this one? Um, uh, well, how about this? You know, who is the uh, meanie that stole all the gifts from the Who's? The Grinch. Who the is Grinch. the Grinch? Who is the Grinch? One more. Who is the Grinch? Uh, let's see. What is another one I'm, I've been uh, doing? 
um, they're kind of easy. You know, who, uh, why, why did all the other reindeers not like Rudolph? Because he had a red, because, because he had a red nose. No, it's because he was passive aggressive and he hated Donner and Blitzen. He hated Donner and Blitzen. All right, let me, let me, let me bring on someone else while you're on here. Look who's joining us, folks. It is Amanda, Amanda Busick from Fox. How cozy is that? Oh my God. Just hanging out, chilling. She's chilling in her PJs, in her plaid flannel PJs, Jason. I love love that. You think Amanda Busick, good seeing you. I have to go, though. I have to go, boys and girls. No. No, there's going to be an overlap. There's going to be Tell her I'm working. I will. He's got a job. He's working. He's down at the DMV, where he is now uh, checking in people for driver's licenses. It's really uh, cool. Hey, you, you think that's funny. I've got an interview for uh, to be a national car rental customer service rep. Because my government money's running out. I gotta get, a job. I gotta get another job than that, man. It's gotta be. I, I, rented a, I rented a car a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, "Are you guys hiring?" And they're like, "Yep, come on in." You tell them that you had executive elite status. I did. I think yes. they, they're a little nervous about that. Though. You get two dollars extra to start. <laughs> so, where are you gonna? I can just come annoy you and tell you that I want. Uh, I can only have an SUV with a sunroof that has a V8, and uh, yeah. you can find it for me. That, that's what I do, and I know how that is, so I will find it for superstars <laughs> like yourself. Very good. All right, guys. Merry yeah. Christmas. Happy Merry holidays. Christmas. We'll see you later. Bye, Jason. There okay. he goes, Jason Logan. But hey, look at that. We're up to three. That is a giant hey. bowl of what is there's vodka in there, right? Uh, well, I will. I shall not tell, but there is hot chocolate in there. Oh, of course. Exactly, hot chocolate. And so look at what we have got. We've got Amanda looking all cozy in a fantastically decorated white tree. And then look at this guy. I, I, <laughs> Brian, fantastic. I thought he was going to be buried under the snow. You should have oh seen the photograph he sent me. Uh, you've survived, Brian. You've survived. This is true. To the, at this moment, I'm going to tell you something that's true. Uh, Amanda, you look great in the pajamas. Joe with the suit jacket on. I have no pants on right now. I have no pants. Because I've been shoveling snow. It's like two degrees outside. My legs are frozen. So I went and got a beer. Uh, I had this nice harpoon winter warmer. And nice. I, am, I am regaining feeling in my lower extremities right now as we speak. What was all that white stuff on the ground? <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, the alcohol in the beer is a blood thinner. So, I mean, it, it's going to serve the cause. It's like the St. Bernard with the little jug of rum around its neck or whatever that would come save people on the mountain. Yeah. yeah. How many inches did you guys get? Exactly. About a, I'd say a foot and a half, something like that. We got we got snacked pretty good. Yeah. That's too big. I saw a photo on Twitter earlier from a couple up in uh, northern New York. And um, it was up their backyard with a 48-inch fence and you could just see the top of it and then they also oh. had a picnic table and it said those three slats that are making indent that's our picnic table <laughs> i am against Can you imagine no thank you no yeah people, people in new york they're hardcore people in new york are like super hardcore if they're in buffalo and stuff they can handle it they're tough Crazy. Yeah, yeah that person that used to live in LA that like at 55 degrees there in like parkas and like it's cold. <laughs> That's what we are. That's everyone, you know, there's Christmas lights everywhere and and oh it's it's 68. Break out the leather. Uh if it gets below <laughs> seven, break out the leather. 50s, scarves, hats, yeah. gloves. Because when else are you gonna wear them? 
So yes, you guys are definitely tougher than we are, Brian. Like definitely the toughest. Yeah. Didn't even survive eight months in Boston, Joe. I was there eight months and out. It's so great though. I as a Yankee fan, I always thought like, ah, oh, Boston's got to suck, right? No, it's like one of my favorite cities to it be. Is a great right? city. Beautiful, beautiful. But yeah, I can't can't handle the cold. So uh, what's up, lady and gentlemen? How are you guys doing the holidays? I know Brian has been working his tail off with like shop talks and NHRA commentary and attacking the drag radial world for their prolonged, prolonged track prep process. Uh, what, what about you, Amanda? What have you been doing? Actually, I hurried home to, uh, uh, while this is a complete facade, I haven't been in pajamas all day, though I wish I have. Uh, <laughs> uh, you dress uh, for the occasion. You dress for the, for the occasion. occasion. It's for the occasion. You, you got to make believe. That's what we do in television, right? You got to yeah. sell the story. Uh, it's all a lie. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm working in real estate, believe it or not. What? Yeah, yeah. So I uh, kicked off my real estate license about uh, two months ago. I'm almost done with that, but um, just by luck would have it. I got to start an office uh, three weeks ago. So it's kind of like on the job training, which has been amazing. Okay. So real estate has always been my on air backup plan. Like I've always said, if this doesn't work out, I'm going into real estate because I feel like it's a very similar gig, right? You're putting on a show, you're moving some houses. So now you are going to be my like litmus test. If I ever have to bail on talking into a microphone, I'm going full on real estate. Well, I think I, so even when I was a kid, I used to draw out four plans and I always had this obsession with looking at, I would be the person, remember those little like small magazines when you'd go to a restaurant and show all the home sales in it. I'm just going yes. through like that 1.6 one's going to be mine. Like <laughs> not understanding what that meant, but wanted the house. Um, and so I don't know. I just kind of decided why can't I do both? And um, luckily, yeah. I'm, with a, I'm with a firm that uh, knows what my primary schedule is, and um, it's uh, it's a good even you know there's kind of some secondary careers that uh, even when I was trying to do broadcasting, I waited tables on the side. So having like a schedule that can kind of fit um, with with ours and our road life, who knows? I'll I'll let you know how it goes. But Hot my answer, Joe, yeah, is cool. I can do both. Yeah, you're a hustler, and that's what everybody loves. Everybody loves a hustler, someone who wants to work. Uh, but you are, you you know, don't don't try to move into North Florida because, from what I hear, Garlet's got that place locked down. <laughs> you own all of it. He's got his real estate license at eighty-five. <laughs> yes, this guy. He's like, I know everywhere around here, and I know a lot of people that are trying to get out of the cold weather. I'm gonna sell them stuff. It's like this is Big Daddy. This guy's incredible. What about you, Brian? Everyone is leaving the Northeast for Florida. Everyone is moving There's to Florida. So many cats about it. Terrible here, and folks. And everyone's just leaving. Everyone's just leaving California for wherever. They're just leaving. They don't everyone's even have a destination. They're just leaving California and yes. finding a new place. It's the reverse gold rush. They're going in the other direction. Yeah. What about you, Brian? I see you bought uh, and, and you tweeted about it. You, you got a new member of your family. Yeah, I bought a uh, old Ford farm tractor to work on uh, over the winter time and do some uh, do some repairs and get it to run and everything. It's a cool kind of a mongrel tractor, but it's mostly a 1947 uh, Ford 8N. And it's got some pieces from a 2N and 9N, which means nothing to anybody watching this. But uh, basically, it's an old tractor. It's in good shape and uh, it needs, uh, needs a little love and care. So that's what we're going to do with the boys here. True, true drag racer, finding more problems for himself to solve and things to work on for relaxation in between actual work. 
Yeah, it'd be good. Instead of cursing, you know, whatever I'm trying to get done that day uh, in my regular job, I'll let be cursing at the tracker when it won't start. It'd be good. It's a new thing to be angry at. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. New thing to be angry at. All right, let's, uh, let's, uh, you know, we got to talk a little drag racing. Like you guys were, Brian, you're at all the races this year to me here. Like the fact that we got it in, like we got it in, there's champions, valid champions, the right champions, if you will. Like it took a lot of hard work. Like you worked your tail off, man. And Amanda, you were uh, out there hustling as well. I got to see your world a little bit this year. Pretty amazing. Just uh, throw something out on the table that, you think is significant as we get ready for the holidays start with uh start with brian something that is significant um you know to me i think it's significant that like literally when the chips are on the table when the chips are on the table people that do not agree on much of anything at any time actually looked at each other and said okay we actually have to move together as a group to succeed here so i thought that was the most significant thing where for a a shining chunk of time in there there were people like you know everybody set aside their personal grievances if you will and said for the good of this organization for the good of this sport and activity we're going to do what it takes to get through and we're going to eat whatever we got to eat to get it done and and it was awesome and uh i think in the long term when we look back at the legacy of whatever this year was or even what 2021 is i think that's ultimately going to be the story is that wow like in the darkest of moments, everybody actually said, we love this enough to, to try to all make it work. I love that. I, I like it. That's a very genuine and legitimate point you're making. Uh, and I, I hope, I hope that I know this audience is, but I hope the people out there think deeply enough about it to come to that conclusion as well, because it was not easy and it didn't just happen. And not a lot of time is spent talking about the late hours and the long meetings and the struggle to make things happen, but they, they happen for that reason. So that is great. Amanda, what about you? Joe, I think what I loved the most was you used the word valid. And I think there was a fear that I had kind of in the season, like, what are people going to call this year? Are they going to, you know, yes, we're going to have champions, but are they really going to feel like champions? Are we going to look back in this year and there's going to be a gold star next to someone's name? Like this was the COVID champion. No, we got 11 races in, and those races came down to the last race of the season in Vegas. And I think every single one of those champions that won on Sunday, they earned it. And I think their teams feel that way. I think they feel that way. And I think the fans feel that way. And so the idea, as you said, we were able to pull this season off and pull these championships off in such a challenging season and year. Um, I, it was, I, I remember, Brian, I, we were all talking in the production meeting in Vegas. Like, it was exciting. And as long as we can deliver that hands and the drivers are having that, like hats off to the organization and to the drivers and to our production crew. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure if um, a lot of people know this, but we were the first event in COVID that the state of Nevada had. Uh, there was a ton of pressure on us to make sure that the event went well. And I think the fans came together for it, followed all rules, regulations, and to sign off from a year it was so difficult like that with four champions uh, on Sunday. Uh, we did it. Exactly. Hey, Joe, like just to put a point on what Amanda said. So like what, what really nobody, I don't think anybody knows or anybody's talked about it. We all kind of knew it, but the idea that race in Vegas could have been stopped literally at any moment by the state if they decided that protocols weren't being followed or they didn't like what they saw. So we could have been in the second round on Sunday and they could have said, this is done. Everybody must leave now. Wow. And so it was it was pretty wild. I, I was telling somebody last week, it felt like 
that scene in Indiana Jones when he's running away from the giant rock. <laughs> like that's what the, that's what the last five races of the season felt like. It's like how close is that rock now? Where is that rock now? And and um, to get it in, like Amanda said, it was unbelievable. Yeah. Well, what I have learned is that there's always many layers that you don't see. Speaking of like front stage, backstage, uh, the show goes on and everybody leaves and they never think about anything that happened. But there was all kinds of things happening. Like, Brian, I didn't know that even was the case, that there was officials there monitoring. And if something goes wrong and it's going to get sideways, we're going to shut it down. Simple as that. Um, And we didn't get shut down and we got to race. And that's what matters. I love that. Well, especially yeah, when you're the yeah. first event, like they're waiting for you to mess up, right? Like right. that's the one that like we're setting the stage for everyone else. So, uh, yeah, no, it was, uh, and that that goes all the way down from, there's so many people behind the scenes running logistics of events and operations. And just on our small side alone, uh, we represent maybe 60, 70 people that are at a drag strip. I mean, when you add in the teams and the workers and the fans, like, it's a hell of a process to organize and, and to manage. So to be able to do it under the, the watchful eye of, of a state department, I'm sure that wasn't uh, the easiest of tasks. Exactly. All yeah. right. Another guest coming in, guys. It's a holiday party now. The entire WFO uh, gamut. We're going to, it's from like, another. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, come on, Brian. You know you love this guy. He's, he's helping you gobble up hour after hour on there now. Those shop talks, man. The shop that yesterday was great. Is that, Brian, is that Brian Loans or Dan Fletcher? What? Well, they both of them take like six months to return a phone call. So I figure they're interchangeable. There, I well, wasn't following that one, but. Yeah, that's inside. That's an inside joke with Reinhardt. Oh, right? you know what? I, I forgot my Bah Humbug hat. I actually was going to bring it tomorrow because I thought this would be tomorrow. But I have a Bah Humbug hat. I don't have it with me. Oh, yeah. The reason it's not tomorrow is I've got uh, the street drags at Homestead Miami Speedway. i got to start heading down there around 2 to avoid the traffic at 5. And so, um, <laughs> yeah, my whole day is pretty much taken up with that. So today is Friday for me, officially. And the holidays begin, except for me and you, Alan, on Tuesday. Uh, we're going to do the last uh, WFO of the year. I don't know what you call it. We were just talking a little bit about all the effort that went into getting all these races in and and the uh, the year of COVID and how it's accomplished. We did it. Yeah, it was uh, certainly no easy task. I heard a little bit about what Amanda was talking about at the end. I just, you know, you just do what you got to do. You know, the one thing that I really feel better about going into next year is you can't surprise me anymore. You know, there was so much stuff last year that was like, okay, okay, now what do we got to do? But at this point in time, yeah, yeah, I survived that. Bring it. I'm freaking ready for you now. Whatever you, whatever you want to throw at me this year, I'm ready. That is awesome. That, well. 2021 decides not to bring it though. Okay. <laughs> like, right. I'm okay if 2021 wants to just be chill. Now, yeah. I, I'd be good with that too, but I'm just saying you can't surprise me anymore. You know, it's the Last year was kind of like, holy crap, now what do we do? And at this point, I'm kind of like, okay, whatever you got, I've got a backup plan. So do whatever, do whatever you want. I like that. I yeah, like my backup that. plan is up to sleep on Amanda's couch because that's better than being under a bridge. It does. I out for the holidays, guys. Yeah, it does. It looks like a, someone says you're like a scene out of a Hallmark card. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, we got to jump on it because I had uh, my uh, almost three-year-old niece visited for Thanksgiving and we made that Christmas. So uh, there's a little extra incentive when uh, you have a three-year-old to kind of take in the memories. 
Oh my gosh, you've got a three-year-old. That's when they're the best. And then when they get to be 10, they're they're terrible. Look at that. The tree. There it is, the tree from Charlie Brown. <laughs> that, that's, uh, that seems appropriate, Alan. It's perfect. It is perfect. It's the Charlie Brown tree, which nobody can watch anymore because it's only on Apple. But it's still the they Charlie Brown. In 2019, that was a 50 foot tall uh, Douglas fir. <laughs> I'm a single guy with a job. Every day is Christmas. You know how it works around here? Hey, I saw something I like. I think I'll ask Santa. No, wait. I'll just freaking order it. And then when Amazon shows up, why look, it's Christmas. That's I can it. unwrap it and I can get right on with my life. Well, there's definitely not a lot of, uh, you know, effort put into the decoration, but I, I appreciate that. I think that's a good, the Charlie Brown tree. And it seems appropriate, too, the Charlie Brown aspect, too. And I'm not just, uh, to, to give Alan a compliment, I'm not just saying this because you're standing here. You talk about people, how their things were changed and topsy-turvy and everything was different. You know, I was, I came in to those last five races. I would come in on Thursday. And he and I would work together uh, on Friday, and then he would basically carry the whole race by himself. Um, on Saturday and Sunday. And yes, I noticed that. I did notice that. It was noticed you know, by me. Well, I know <laughs> it's noticed by you. Um, but to his, you know, to his credit, he did a great job, and and you could hear it in his voice. I mean, it's it's a it's not an easy thing. It's you know, it's, again, it's not breaking rocks in the sun or something like that. But it's it's not an easy thing to to carry a race as long as those days are, as big as those races were, by yourself for two days, and. You know, Alan's voice typically never breaks over the course of a weekend, but you could hear him if you listen to some of those final round calls he was on. By the end of the day, Sunday, it was pretty well, it was pretty well cooked and rightfully so. No, I agree. He was just getting a phone call. I could hear the buzzing. That's why he's bounced off. But yes, and you're the same way though, Brian. I marvel at the both of yeah. you at your ability to keep your voice consistent over days and days and days. And actually, I've started to like get better at it because I, I'm I'm learning from the best. But uh, Alan at the end, like he had late nights and, and uh, you know, alcohol is bumped to later and he he toughed it out like he really did carry the ball a lot over the course of this year. And, you know, I know NHRA, like I'm sure that they like the, the VIPs, the people who carried the sport through this year. And Alan, we were while well, you it's too bad you missed it. You got a whole bunch of compliments while you were off, but not anymore. Oh, it, yeah. it's, you know, I. I, I completely understand that I'm a technical moron, but there has to be a freaking way when I set my phone up. I put it on do not disturb, but if somebody calls, it kicks me off the offline to no, tell me there's a freaking phone call. Do what? They call you twice. It'll come through. Well, actually, Alan, the, the easy way to fix this is you can get rid of your phone made by Play School and go to the Apple store and get an adult phone. And when you get an adult phone, it won't do that. Yeah, but I'm not gay. <laughs> oh man! Hey, well, that escalated. A lot of it escalate very quickly. And uh, listen, the Apple product is—I think many people consider it superior. It's not about anything other than it just works. It just it works. Work. It just. I'm works. working in a real estate office with PCs, and I'm just like banging my head against the keyboard. Like, why do you people do this to yourselves? Yes, exactly. Well, I'm a PC person. Though. I, I'm Apple with the phone, PC for computer, uh, because, you know, like Apple people are, are they are a little fancy. Alan's right about that, but they're fancy because their stuff works. So it all links together. I'm a droid guy. I've always been a droid guy. And I don't I'm the old dog that doesn't want to learn a new trick. 
Right. But new tricks can be fun. So, Brian, are your kids still at the age where they'll uh, ask for what they want for Christmas? Uh, we've actually we've we've uh, transitioned to the age of demand. Uh, oh. we've, we've, <laughs> yeah, we've, what we've done is we've we've moved ahead uh, in the process. No, everything's good. They uh, they got some stuff that they have uh, requested, and uh, we'll see if they earned it. We'll find oh, out if they earned it next a week. Tractor. Yeah, I talk about cool dad. He bought him a tractor. That's it, baby. We're talking about it before you got here. We're talking about my sweet tracker. That is not for the kids. That's for Brian. Everybody knows Brian's got an addiction to tractors. And you're lucky you went and got it, what, yesterday, right before the snow? Yeah, it was like, it was definitely like, had to go get it because today was was a complete uh, nightmare. I mean, last starting last night. Yeah. Marvin Rodak is in on Android with you, Alan. So there, you're not alone. You're not alone. Rodak's a pretty smart character, and he says Android. Brian and I have the same tractor. I went out, I had to go out last week and get mine running. And I put an eight-year-old on it and let her go drag the arena. They'd have the horse arena is what they use the tractor for to drag it, just to kind of break it up and make it easier on the horse's feet. And uh, the tractor had been sitting for a while, so I had to go out and kind of get the thing running and get it started again. But I had an eight-year-old out there dragging the arena. She had the time of her life. And her mom is pissed off at me. And I don't care. What are you going to do with a tractor, Brian? Like, what do you do with a tractor? Like, I, you know, cannot have a tractor here in Hollywood, Florida. It is frowned upon. Of course you can. If you, it, no, it's the same thing. Listen, uh, if you have an old car, you have an old tractor, it's the same thing. You fix it up, you get it to run right, you know, clean up the body, you make it nice. It's, it's, a, it's a process of uh, revitalization. I'm going to try something here. I'm probably not smart enough to do it, but I'm going to try. Uh-oh. Here we go. What's he doing? He doesn't know either. He doesn't know either. He got checking in. He's he's looking. He's looking for a photo. He's gonna. He's doing something. You appear, That's Alan. what I'm doing. I'm looking for a photo. Yeah, we see. He's broke out that reading specs. So as soon as that comes out, you know, he's looking at the phone. You'll know about that soon enough, Brian Loans. I will say this: while Alan uh, futzes around with his uh, with his simulated phone, um, next week on the NHRA Insider Podcast, I'm going to be calling all of you people, including you three. Um, to do my podcast is just going to be everybody giving their one kind of highlight moment from the year. Everybody that was involved in, uh, in the production of NHRA events, whether it's TV or event side, I'll be calling you all for a quote. So get ready. Oh, good. Thank yeah. you for the warning. I can start thinking about uh, yeah. exactly what it is. And uh, yeah, the end of the year podcast stuff. Gotta say, thank you all for helping me kill this time and uh, celebrate with the audience out there who, you know, we obviously all love. And want them to share and do all that stuff. But at some point, you know, you want to break for the holidays. And so, Brian, I have uh, a very eager to give you your quote and then let everybody go their way. Um, but the, you know what's funny is the fans, they they keep eating up whatever we put out there, at least uh, during the COVID. Now we're still seeing good attention. I love how this year, more so than others, I mean, every end of the year is reflective, but you know, I think at some point or somehow across all spectrums, everyone kind of felt this year in different ways. And to still be able to, I think that's what was so cool about being on events. Um, you know, and as we travel across the country, there's the same fans that come to those events. And this year is almost even special, more special to be like, hey, it's so good to see you again. How's in it? it? I don't know. It was just really touching. It was, it, it, it's almost you know, sometimes I, I, I think that um, as entertainment and as a, you know, people need us as much as we need them. They and do. A wonderful exchange uh, to be a part of. Um, so uh, it was uh, to any of the fans that are watching that came out to the events this year. Thank you for making that part of 
part of your year and and sharing it with us. It was uh, greatly appreciated. And and since we're being emotional, you know, Brian and Amanda Allen has uh, accidentally hung himself up uh, <laughs> on that. Yeah, <laughs> and he viciously came back at you, Brian. Like it was a vicious, it was a vicious retort. But he has got his picture sent to me, and I will get it on the air very, very soon. Uh, and I'll put Brian's out there. We got someone who wants to sell you a, a deal. But let's talk about our mutual friend. Like my my dragster column is up in the end of the year uh, edition, and that's just random luck. But I was thinking about what am, what am I going to write? Like, what do I think about this year? Like, what really stands out? And honestly, what stands out like the most? Like, what am I going to think about a 2020 drag racing and this and that? Man, I'm going to think about Eric, and I'm going to think about Dominic. You know, I'm going to think about the friends, like people that you were just talking about, like this, uh, Jason Logan started out like this family of drag racers that we all love. And you're putting on a show for the fans and man, this guy was so kind to us and brought us in and helped us like, uh, and, and with you guys, it was a little different. I know Amanda, you guys went fishing. You did a lot of cool stuff like to lose Eric Lane after we get Dom back. Like, are we going to lose Dom? No, we're not going to lose Dom. Dom's back. Oh no, we lose Eric. It's just, that's the thing. When I think of 2020, I lost a lot of friends this year, guys, like people, mentors, radio people, South Florida friends. Like this was a brutal year, but I think about Eric, it's like, oh man, we're leaving him in 2020, you know, as life moves on just, um, a really sad thing. And I, I bring it up. Like, I know this is a party and we're celebrating, but I don't think we've all been on the air at, at once since mm -hmm. that has happened. And so I, I wanted to mention it cause I know he was very, um, very important to both of you. Yeah, I think the you know I've you do this long enough as as you guys have you 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 make relationships and things happen and whether people leave the sport or or they pass away for whatever reason but this one man this was the worst um, just because it came out of nowhere and um, it really I mean it was it, it it whacked me probably in the gut harder than than really any other loss I've probably had and in, in people I've known directly through drag racing. And it was just, it stunk. And because you know the guy, beyond the knowing him at the racetrack, beyond knowing him race car questions, we all knew this guy because we spent personal time with him. We spent time that was nothing to do with race cars. It was about laughing or making jokes or talking about our families or whatever. So that to me is what made it, um, what made that one really tough to swallow. And yeah, I think even in any sort of situation over the course of this year, because everything was so dramatic and everything was so hanging by a thread, it seemed at times when something like this happened, it was like, you know, how much more can you take type of thing? It was, it was bad. Yeah. That's exactly where that was at that moment. You just, you just reading a headline and you're like, this it, no, no, Eric. And we know this, uh, you know, one of the, our favorite, times together that a tradition that we had started in Vegas was uh, doing the, the Ferris wheel together. And there's 20 of us in this Ferris wheel, but Eric, you know, his personality shines through everybody. That's just who he was and where he was. And he was just a, you know, a tremendous spirit. Um, I, uh, most of you all know, I, I lost my father when, when I was really young. And when you're young, you think about everything that you missed out on. But now that I'm older, I think about everything that my dad missed out on and it's a shame. Eric's life was obviously with his daughter, just getting going, but even in his career, he was just getting going. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, it's, um, it's heartbreaking what, you know, he, he won't experience in life. Yeah. And, and now, you know, as we're getting close this holiday, this is when, 
you know, I just felt like we, we had just gotten momentum and we're just getting going and we're just like, like, we're going to, we, you know, the, we got this momentum going and now, man, it's not over another big story that hurts our, our, our extended family. I think about is, you know, his family, family, like the guys that work close to him, obviously, uh, you know, Kelly and the, and the, and it's just, um, it's one of those things that it's going to stick with me about 2020 forever. And I know Alan, I, I got your picture. We're working on getting it on the air. Um, you know, you were close with Eric too. And just uh, one of those, one of those things that I'm going to always remember about this season. Yeah, I knew, I knew Eric a long time. I think back to some of the stuff with him was the, uh, the Sunday night parties in the pits, uh, sometimes after the race and certainly at the end of the season uh, when he was always, you know, just hanging around and kind of blowing off steam and let, letting things go and he was also a guy that uh in the you know that i could always go to if i was like hey i have a question or i'm not sure what exactly was this or that you know he'd be pretty upfront with me and and i think what amanda said is exactly right you know he was the kind of guy that when he was in the room he just elevated the entire room you know everybody felt better and you think about it, you know there's just some people that uh, it's just somebody that you know, no matter what kind of day you're having, when you see him, it just picks you up. It's like, okay, well, things maybe aren't so bad, or things are better, or things are... And for me, with that, the worst thing is the situation. You know, I've been around the races long enough that, you know, you see something happen at the racetrack, and it turns out tragic. Well, everybody knows when you go to the racetrack, you know, like Joe, you and I have had a conversation, we ain't playing with yarn balls. And right. sometimes, bad things happen. But... If you're at the racetrack, for me anyway, you can almost accept that. You know, you understand that we're, hey, we're here. You know, what we're doing isn't 100% perfectly safe, no matter what you want to believe. And so sometimes you're going to see this. And, you know, even even Dominic was kind of the same thing. It's like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? But it's a traffic accident. The guy's driving a hot rod car. And so, I mean, I can make sense of that. You know, I can, I, but I'm sorry. What? Like, the official story is the guy was laying down on the street and got run over. Come on, you know there's there's obviously more that there's something happened there that we don't know, and for me, it's difficult to put that away just because it i I just need to know what happened. you know what I mean so like I said, I've been at the racetrack, I've watched things happen you know you see you see something happen, it turns out to be a tragedy, okay, I can make sense of that, or something happens, and I hear the story somebody well, here's the deal, here's the thing, here's the situation. I can make sense of that. And then I, it helps me to kind of heal and move on. But just he's gone with this bizarre set of circumstances and nobody's got an explanation for it. That's for me, like very difficult to swallow. Yeah. Very tough. Very sad. And hey, we're going to bring in another guest, someone who you guys may know as we continue to expand. And officially the WFO radio happy hour is a great success, regardless of what happens after the fact. Thanks to all of you. Yes. Here real quick. Uh, here's to Eric, guys. Cheers, Eric. Eric Lane, absolutely. And now, what's Amanda drinking? A big. Uh, it's a little hot chocolate. I actually use this mug for cereal as well. Yay! Hey, Krista Baldwin. Hello. <laughs> oh, I leaned on Krista Welcome. a lot this year. Uh, Krista, like, uh, was on WFO during pandemic time, during lockdown. A lot. She was on a happy hour. She was a guest. Gave us a tour of uh, her trailer somewhere. Like uh, Krista, thank you for that. Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Thank you for joining us. And we got a good crowd here. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I just got done, you know, 
having like the real job on the cloud side, I just got out of another meeting, but I was going to be here earlier. But of course, you know, Paul pays the bills, so you kind of have to be in the cloud side a little bit more. <laughs> when making a living starts cutting into your drinking and socializing time, you need to really reconsider how bad you need indoor plumbing. I'm just saying. You <laughs> need to have a talk with Paul. That's fair. <laughs> what a good year, Krista. When you look back at it, I mean, we were talking about, obviously, just a second ago, we're talking about probably the most negative story of the year, certainly one of the. Um, but there's great stories. You know, Alan was writing his column about, you know, the Aaron Stanfields of the world, like the people that are going to look back at 2020. And yes, it was a terrible year macro, but there were victories in there. And you had one of those great victories. You drove a top fuel car. I did. And it's cool. <laughs> Man, it, it was so cool. And, you know, just like you said, I even made this post this morning, uh, you know, going back to that day. And it's actually from my mom's point of view, a video of her watching me go down the track, make that 399 run. And of course, she said some bad words in it, but it showed the real raw emotion of what happened that day. And uh, like you guys were saying, uh, Dominic actually got to see that run. And uh, in that video, you can see Bobby talking to Dom on the FaceTime. And, you know, it was, it, it was a momentous day for everyone, especially for me, though. That's that's great. Yeah, it's um, what a year. And Dominic, yeah. uh, earlier today, uh, Dominic uh, texted me and we were just, uh, you know, checking in. And I asked him if he had anything that he wanted me to forward along to all of you. And he just said uh, that, you know, he's looking forward to being back and he's getting stronger every day. And Merry Christmas to everyone from Dominic. And so, um, yeah, how great is that? And, you know, exactly, exactly. Seeing him in the photos and uh, the fact that we've got, you know, real Dom, like, uh, you know, there are people they go through life changing experiences. My personal point of reference is Daryl Gwynn. And to see what Daryl has been able to do with his life, like all the good that he has done and all the fun he has had. Uh, I'm real excited about what Dominic is going to be able to do. That, that is a uh, great, great stuff. And uh, you never know. He might pop on WFO at uh, some point. So Crystal, what do you want for Christmas? Well, I kind of got a top fuel car. So <laughs> maybe a little bit. <laughs> Here's a question for you. You were at the uh, top end when your grandfather retired, essentially, and, and we got to stand by and interview him. But as his family watching that moment from your perspective, what was it like watching his moment and his career come to an end? It was crazy. So when I woke up that day, uh, you know, of course, I knew last race of the year, trying to get Paul down the track, trying to make a good impression for that FTI global com uh, funny car. But in the back of my head, of course, it's, you know, grandpa's day. And, you know, this is a long time coming. I mean, 70 years within one sport going down the drag strip. It's, it was wild. And when he was getting ready to get all his, all his fire suit on the staging lanes, I started crying. <laughs> I full on lost it. And I'm like, this is it. I've watched my whole life him do this one thing. And then now this is it. This is the last time I get to watch him do this. And then when he got in the car, we pulled him through and we pulled him up to the staging or into the water box. And when we started the car and 
he did the burnout. I was, I was done. <laughs> I couldn't even, I barely even saw the run because I was crying so much. <laughs> but um, just, you know, going back and watching the Fox coverage with you, Amanda, and, you know, him last, last interview, it's bittersweet. Uh, but, but I'm so, so excited that now he gets to move into that new role of being behind the car and just being my mentor. And I'm so excited for that. Poetically, didn't he run a 427? Yes. Didn't I he run? I believe so. The last run he ever it was a 427. <laughs> so hey, I just, yeah. Be, be honest. You're standing on the starting line. Is at least a little part of you going, okay, Grandpa, bring my damn car back with a blower on it. Sometimes I definitely did, but I did not have that issue, especially now uh, with the big help from Bobby and Dom Lagana this year and Don Schumacher Racing. I mean, we got wonderful parts. We put it together. We had a great crew. And so I knew the last couple races that he was going to be able to race. I knew it was going to be a solid car, get down the track. We even told him, we're like, take it to the finish line. <laughs> and he wouldn't. He wouldn't take the finish line. What if we blow up? I'm like, you're not going to blow up. Just go. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> we had Snake on the yeah. other day, and he was talking the book, and and he said, like, you know, he's listing like guys that he thought was cool when he went out on tour, you know, the first time, and he's like, man, I was out there and I I saw the Greek, and he's like, I can't believe I'm like hanging out with the Greek, and I'm thinking, all right, so who the person, who's the person that makes Snake feel in awe, and that's your grandfather. And to me, like that drove it home, except Snake raced 20 years longer than Snake did. <laughs> well, I asked him that uh, in Chicago a couple years ago at the top end. I said, man, you know, Prudhomme's here because it was like the whatever. They did a bunch of legends that weekend, and Prudhomme was there and a bunch of guys. And I asked him at the top end. I said, hey, uh, you know, these guys are all here, but you're the only one with the race car. He said, yeah, they spent all their money on booze and women. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't line. kid yourself. You spent his money on that too, but he still has the race car. <laughs> I think, you know, to me, it's like, what a gift uh, to all of us, especially you, Krista, but like, what a gift that we all got being able to watch this guy race. And I think the most unique thing about the people, our generation of people that are involved in the sport is that drag racing is such a new activity that the, like, we get to watch Babe Ruth effectively still play baseball. Like we got to watch a, a Ruthian guy in drag racing play his last game and no other sport has the ability to still reach back and talk to the very people that founded it. And unfortunately there are less and less of them every day, but the fact that we got to watch Chris Karamasinas run um, the end of his career, it was fantastic. It was great. Um, the last couple of years have been really fun to watch him race. And he went out with the same, you know, cool demeanor and dignity he's always had. It was awesome. And yeah. always had Werther's originals in his pocket to give to you. Yes. Yes, he. Yeah. I just saw him like two days ago, and I have tons of candy with me now. <laughs> and you know what? Like, I love Werther's Originals. Like, just yeah, saying, it's, it's a candy. It's a Werther's Originals. It's kind of an old generational thing. But that's what makes it great. The Werther's Originals. Hey, yeah. Krista, does he send you? Does he still send you like a birthday card with five bucks in it? <laughs> Actually, he does. Did that when I was thirty. <laughs> no, he does. In fact, I just got our Christmas card from them, from my grandpa and Sandy. And it's just, Mary, everything. Love you guys. It's so 
gave me money too. It's funny, but yes, he does. <laughs> Will Smith is out there aspiring, uh, you know, alcohol racer, a fuel racer, wants to move up to top fuel someday, race against Krista, says that uh, Greek gave him a Werther's original, a Werther's <laughs> candy. It's a Werther's original. And uh, that they still, he still has it. You got to eat it, Will. You got to eat it. You can't collect. Uh, I don't know what the shelf life is on those things. Uh, uh, you know what? Like Twinkies. Yeah. 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 Forever. I kept one. I kept one candy in my fire suit for maybe like two years. And it was like smushed and hard. And I'm like, all right, I'm taking this out of my pocket. <laughs> you got a new one from the Greek Get a new one. <laughs> yeah, you just ask him. You get a new one whenever you want. Will's got to keep the one he got. Yes. No, recently, about you. You know, what are people that, like? Everyone for the Greek. Every, oh, he gave me where there's like there's multiple people that can say this. Like, what's your legacy going to be, Alan? Yeah. What do you give to people, uh, Alan? A hard, hard time. time. He's he's hard legally time. not able to give anyone candy anymore. For start, that's, <laughs> that's a legally binding agreement. Other than that, he can continue. You're stealing his joke. Get, that's his joke. I don't want to get in trouble with my probation officer again, but. No, I'll, uh, I don't know. Chocolate in Indy, is that what you're saying? Well, you know, well, that's that's a special thing, though. That's just, you know, that's just you and Jamie. And I got to tell you, I wasn't 100% sure that she was going to share with you. She did. You know, because the first time that I did that, and then the second time I come back, and I, and every time I talked to you, I was waiting for you to say something, and you didn't. And it's like, well, I'm not going to throw it under the bus. But hey, that's oh, an yeah. that's an indie only thing. That's the only place that I know somebody who owns a gourmet chocolate shop. So you know, yeah, very nice. it's delicious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, gourmet chocolate, very very good. What about you, Brian? Like when you're an old guy, what are you going to hand out to the younger uh, up and comers? Sage advice, Joe. Just that's <laughs> sage advice. Nobody likes sage advice, Brian. Life tips. I'm going to hand out life hacks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. It's well. It's bacon. Maybe I'll just have a maybe I'll just have a pocket full of bacon. I'll hand out. Maybe that's something I could do. That might be a little messy, but yeah. why not? <laughs> hey, so gonna, look at Brian. What do you think the odds are of him getting a pocket full of bacon to the racetrack? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> bacon is like pretty universally liked. Yeah, yeah but he'll be in traffic going. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chance bacon makes it to the racetrack. Listen, oh, when yeah. I'm on my when I'm on my yacht that I bought with my new pocket bacon, which nobody can steal this idea now, you're I'll be laughing at all of you. The joke will be on you, right? <laughs> hey, listen, you just mentioned a yacht. That's great, but I definitely want some of that pocket bacon too. Because <laughs> forget the yacht. Let's go with the bacon. bacon. <laughs> what holds the bacon that's in your pocket? Is that like the pocket bacon? Is the is the material? It's like the the fascinator that goes in your pocket to protect the bacon. I think it's just a catchy name. It's right. like Big League Chew. It's like a bag of Big League Chew, except it's bacos in a convenient pack. Joe, 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 you're no, bacon, bacon, the pocket bacon is the <laughs> is the bag is the well, mystery. Yeah, but and again, all this is patent pending, of course, but. You uh you you transport and you insert the pocket bacon in the same device that you cook it in. So you cook it in the wow. thing, that and that be- same vessel wow. uh, ends up in your pocket. And if it if it's not warm at the track when you get there, do you get your money back? Well, depending on where you place, which pocket you place it in, and how you sit in the car, uh, it would maintain warmth. Pocket doesn't keep it warm. I got you. Through your body heat. Yeah. 
And you also Actually, have to carry one of those spray things that the postmen have to spray the dogs because they'll try to attack you wherever you want. But that's a, all you got to do is wander by Chris's pit, take your pocket bake and set it on the headers once she warms the car up and you're good to go. <laughs> I was going to say, Brian, where do I send my proposal for sponsorship? <laughs> Mr. Baldwin brought to you by Pocket Bacon. Uh, it's good to see that Marcus Limonis has already rubbed off on the uh, the crew in terms of the marketing ideas and the prowess. Yeah. I could see Mr. Wonderful asking you to license this to all the bacon companies, Brian. They all need to have a licensed pocket break bacon product. But uh, on that note, though, we did get some bad news that, you know, Coke and Mellow Yellow were leaving and we know why. And that's a bummer. But the lightning speed with which they were replaced by Camping World and super exciting stuff. It is to as I understand it, Marcus has never been to a drag race himself. And so that's something to be excited about for 2021 already. Like he's going to come in and he's going to see stuff. And uh, I, I'm sure want to be involved and, and have some ideas spark. That was one of the big stories of the second half of the season. Yeah, oh, man. I mean, Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Emotional sine wave. Emotional yeah. sine wave. We all read. Yeah. yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's how it goes. Like this guy says, I can buy some weed for you. See? Thanks, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. There it is. Can I oh can I buy some weed for you? Yeah. Yeah, Frank. The holidays, whatever. It says from you. Frank's out of party, I guess. Frank If we may, Joe, can we see the Frank Christie avatar again? Can you show that? Yeah. Okay, so Frank is wearing a hard hat. Okay, yes. so let's just game this out. So Frank's trying to buy us drugs. Yeah. Uh, and Frank and Frank is either operating equipment or doing something that re potentially requires the safety of others because a uh, heavy object could fall on his head. Let's just well, hope. No, activity well, he's, is he's part of a village people cover band. Oh. That's possible. Hey, he could just be walking down the street and that's his chosen headwear. Yeah. I want to see that show. I've got a hard hat right over there if I need one. I mean, come on, that's no big deal. I don't have a hard hat around. All right, before Listen, we get to I feel like just, just I gotta, I'm gonna have to run here for a second, but if he was in that particular band, I feel like he'd be offering us antidepressants. <laughs> <laughs> All right, real quick, let's admire Alan's tractor while because I worked really hard to get this photograph up there, and Alan was talking about it. And that is, look at that, Alan. There's a child on a tractor. That's your tractor. Yeah, zoom, zoom in. I can't do that. I don't have that ability. She's eight years old, and she's out there driving that thing, dragging the horse arena. And her mom is, like, livid because now she wants to drive the tractor every day. And I'm not there every day, so I don't have to deal with it. Wow. The other thing to, the other thing to know about this photo is that's Alan's home directly behind the tractor. <laughs> so not only the tractor, Alan's home is also featured there. I see it. I... Uh, one can dream. That's pretty great. That's pretty great, Alan. That's awesome All stuff. Right, guys. Great to talk to you. I must go now. I have emotional, to go. Uh, emotional uh, exit for Brian Loans, everybody. Uh, let's uh, heap some love and affection onto this guy. Brian, yeah, thanks, friend. Great job. Thank you so much. Thanks Thanks for calling back. I had some news for you I wanted to share, but you know. Uh... Well, I'll call you tonight. Probably not. All right. See you guys. Probably not. See you, Brian. Bye, Brian. <laughs> Brian Loans. Thank you, Brian.
Appreciate it. Brian Lone's with us here on the holiday show. This is, it's been tremendous. It has been incredible. In fact, it's, uh, it's been over an hour. It's almost time to start winding down. And, um, I can't zoom in, uh, Alan, but you, you know, you, you try to make people happy. You come across, across as like a tough guy, but, uh, you do go out of your way to try to make people happy. I am probably yeah, the next to go because I have 4% left on my computer. So let me say goodbye before it just ends, but I'm like <laughs> here until I, until it goes out. <laughs> oh, is that, it's good. You're going to stick it out until you just, uh, you know, you're not supposed to let that happen to your computer. Amanda. I know, but yeah. then I, yeah, my, I'm, my computer is literally sitting on a bar stool. <laughs> there you go. What do you, uh, what did you ask for, uh, for Christmas, Amanda? Oh man, uh, a new year, a new normal, a new, a new, uh, a return to normal. Uh, I know it, I hate even saying it out loud cause it feels bratty to say, but I miss my, I miss our life. You know, I miss the, I miss my friends. I miss, uh, popping into cashless breakfast diners in Bristol, Tennessee. Like I, I miss, um, the experience. Uh, you know, I, I try not to take for granted, you know, what we do and, and, you know, what, um, the, the the joys that come with the job, but it's a lot of the stuff around the job that is that is as meaningful. And um, if we can, you know, have some of that little bit back in uh, 2021, that's what I don't need anything of, of material. Just give me uh, give me my my memories and my experience back. I agree. Selena's Merry Christmas, uh, friends. Uh, what about you, Krista? You already said you're a top field dragster and you're, you're obviously very thankful. We've uh, heard about your year, but looking forward, uh, I guess for you steady as she goes, cause things are going pretty good. Things are going super good. And I guess if I had asked Sansa for anything, maybe a little help on like parts and nitro, like Alan said, just a little help <laughs> because you know, just, uh, my grandpa is so funny because he just had hip surgery last Monday. I think he had a complete hip replacement. And literally two days later, he calls me up. And I'm like, oh, how are you doing? He's like, I'm fine. So about this block, I need to bring the DSR. I'm like, you you just got out of the hospital. Like, we have time to, like, fix the cars later. He's like, no, I'm fine. We're going to do it right now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I'm super excited for that. And I'm, like, excited that he's excited. And so I guess that's the best Christmas gift I can get is that he's excited and I'm excited. We just like hype each other up. That's awesome. <laughs> Major sponsor out there, someone in the WFO universe on the side of Krista's car would be very, very appreciated. So we can get her out there for as many races as is possible. Whatever the number you're planning, Krista, it should be, you know, times a couple. A multiple. What are you planning, Krista? What, how many are you hoping for? What's your goal right now? So far, I got to Gainesville. All right. Let's start. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I don't know about after that. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, after you win Gainesville, Atlanta is just down the street. I know. I'm going to try. You know what? I have a feeling I'm going to convince them, Grandpa, that we just keep going. <laughs> so it's really going to be up to him. <laughs> yeah, so now it's like we've moved from – the grandfather granddaughter relationship, and now we're at owner and driver relationship. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's a little different. That's a different relationship right there. You got to try to bring it back a little bit. You got to try to maintain a little of that granddaughter uh, throughout. I hope so. You will. I hope so. I oh, hope I if I just. Give... I can't wait to watch him watching you. That's <laughs> so cute. 
I'm so excited. It's it's gonna be fun. And we actually, uh, when he came down to Indy last week, uh, we actually had a chance to go over to Capco and we actually saw Dom. So Dom and my grandpa saw each other for the first time in a long time. And it's funny because they both said to each other, wow, you look great. Like at the same time, I'm like, oh God. <laughs> Tom does My computer's it. officially on one percent, so let me uh, say goodbye on twenty twenty. Smell you later to this year. <laughs> yeah. See everybody. Have a wonderful holiday with your families. Joe, thanks for having me on tonight. Alan, see you in twenty twenty one. Krista, see you at the top end. Yep. See you there. Amanda, thank you so much. It's been a great year. Appreciate sure, Amanda. We'll see you soon. Thank you so much, Amanda. There goes Amanda Busick with us here on WFO Radio, and that leaves that. Krista, if you need a, if you need a. Uh... You know, I've got a cylinder head. Oh. One. I got a okay. shaft. Yes. Okay. Um, I've got a couple of sets of rods. I got. Uh, I mean, I'll take that Wally. I mean, if you're offering that. <laughs> no, sorry, that's, that's, not, <laughs> that's not part of the deal. But uh, you know, I could I could be an associate. I've got uh, I've got two things <laughs> later on here. Alan, I would definitely appreciate it. <laughs> Anything helps. <laughs> it just it just goes to show you that you know the re drag racing is replenished right look at the excitement that you have and the energy that you have to go out there you're definitely going to be like crashing the boardrooms and you're going to be uh getting after it for the next couple of years and you're going to be out there like we have no doubt i hope so i hope so it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult but it's gonna be fun and i'm excited for the journey uh Going back to what you said, you know, having uh, Marcus Limonis come in and just support our industry, support our passion, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I think it's just we're going to bring in new eyes. And that's the big thing is we got to have new people come to this. And you can't tell me if you come to a drag race and see two top field cars go down the track, you're not coming back. I mean, easy as that. I mean, we might be biased. But I think, uh, you know, we're, we're going to get... No, we're not dumb. We've got good taste. We like things that are good and we keep coming back to this. There's a lot of things in the world and we keep coming back to this. Why? Is it, it's we're not because we're not idiots here because it's cool, man. There's a lot of layers. And I'm not just talking as a, a worker. I'm talking about like I've been a fan for years and years and years. There's a reason we keep coming back because it's intense and extreme and cool and amazing. and. That's it. Absolutely. I mean, just going to that video that NHRA posted today, uh, the pedal fest between Sean and Justin, like, get my heart pumping, why don't you? Yeah. So much fun. <laughs> exactly. I've, I've said it a hundred times, and I, I, you know, every time that I talk to somebody, whether it's, you know, somebody I'm sitting next to on a plane or if I'm at another, you know, some other racing venue is just give us a shot. Because, you know, it's not for everybody, okay? I get it. There's always going to be somebody that goes out there and goes, it's too hot, it's too loud, it's too, 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 okay. But give us a shot. Come out to the races on a Friday night. Come out to the races on a Saturday Ooh. Oh, look. And then, if you decide it's not for you, that's fine. But give us a shot. Because, like Krista said, you know, if we get somebody to the racetrack, there's a really good possibility that we're going to hook them. And it's still, you know, all of these years, it amazes me the number of people that come out, whether it's from another venue, whether it's, you know, from a marketing background, whether it's from a company, whether, you know, they come out, they stand on the starting line, they watch top fuel cars and go, holy crap, I had no idea that's what this was. So that's what, just come out and give us a shot. Simple. That's what I say 
are. Holy crap, what was that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> imagine your first rock concert, you're like first row Metallica. If we have a problem, it's that it's too much for most people to go from normal life and shift into, you know, high gear and go to an NHRA race. You mentioned the sound, like a lot of people just can't handle. They just can't handle it. It's beyond their understanding of like what is possible in the world. Cars accelerating that fast. Like it just doesn't make sense to a lot of people. Um, And that's okay. You know, we'll take the people who dig it and we'll just uh, keep building on it. Lady and gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, joining us on this happy hour show. We appreciate you took an hour out of your day to come on and celebrate with the WFO universe. I thank you for that. Krista, thank you so much. Yes. Thank you, Joe. And thank you, Alan. I can't wait to hear you announce my name. I'm so excited for next I've year. I've announced your name a hundred times. Hey, by the way, what'd you, do with the what'd you do with the A-Fuel car? You owned here. it, right? Yeah, okay. it's still here, and we are still going to, we have a plan for it. Hopefully oh. soon I get to share what the plan is. Wow. So. Plan. This is, the, is the plan to give uh, aspiring track announcers the opportunity to uh, get their A-Fuel license? Because I know I Alan mean, is very interested. Joe and Alan, whenever you're ready, uh, Anthony and I will accommodate. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Alan, me and you. I'm not sure I'd fit in your car. Oh, then it means we me. Others. Oh, we well, can make it work. The okay. partnership that you've been talking about all these years, Alan, Joe and Alan Racing, it can be real. It's unfortunate you won't fit in the car, but oh, well, we'll move forward. <laughs> <laughs> Krista, thank you so much. Yes, Good thank you, and Merry Christmas, everyone. You Merry too. Merry Christmas, Krista Ball, and say uh, Merry Christmas to Paul for us, please. And obviously, Absolutely. and there she goes. And Alan, thank you very much for jumping on here. Yeah, this pleasure. Exactly what I wanted. Just a nice little holiday happy hour for the folks out there, and uh, and it it came together perfectly. Yeah. Cheers. Here's to you. Well, I hope you have a great weekend, and I hope you enjoy your time at the racetrack. Go back tomorrow to be fun. Yes. So uh, look forward to seeing you whenever I see you. I know we're going to do the show next Tuesday, but uh, have a good weekend. Are you racing or are you just announcing? I, I announce I may, like, I can't get my car hooked up. Dad's GTO just won't hook up there uh, for whatever reason. Um, so I'm going to just drive truck down and announce and enjoy other people and their cars. Someday. The oh, the race car? Nah, it's... Uh... The, the the pit road drag racing at Homestead Miami Speedway because there is an asphalt lane and a concrete lane. Gotcha, okay. Are, I didn't realize that was you're doing. Okay. Yeah, they are really. Uh, there's a couple of cars that are fast that are grandfathered in because they've been going since day one, like ten years ago. But they really want DOT street tires and mufflers, and even still, like the track record is five sixty five. And at like 121 and a half, and they are on the brakes before they get to turn one. Uh, let me tell you, they are getting after it. So it'll be fun. I'll, I'll post some pictures. Thank you so much, Alan. Merry Christmas. And I'll talk to you on Tuesday. All right, Joe. Take care. Here he goes. Alan, Alan Reinhardt. All right. What a happy hour it was. Now, I do have I do have uh, a plan for these final couple of minutes because there have been WFO listeners checking in and wanting to participate in the show for a long time. Uh, like trying to do a call in here on the show in the late going. And this gentleman has been trying to call in for like the past two months. The timing has been wrong. The timing hasn't worked out. And so I decided to pop him the link. And Jeff Rice, who used to be uh, out and involved in the NHRA world a few years ago, a.k.a. Deepenhawk, is going to join us now from Deepenhawk Acres. 
as the big finish, Jeff, I wanted to uh, bring you on and just say thank you for supporting the show. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing fantastic. And I tell you, Brian showed up and he said he didn't have pants on. I don't have any hair on, so there you it's go. whatever it takes. There it is. So you you used to be out on the tour for a while, right? I remember you telling me that uh, a while back, and I know you sent me some swag that you had like in your, uh, which I still wear all the time. What was the era that you were out there? Well, I was a manufacturer's representative, and I used to play around with some of the some of the people who used to sponsor cars. Uh, we used to sponsor the company I worked for. Used to sponsor Jeff Burton and a '99 Excite battery car, and and then I was with Fram, and we used to sponsor you know quite a few people. So uh, it was it was an interesting time uh, to be and looking at it from the manufacturer's point of view. And and I'm not kidding. Uh, looking at Amanda, and Brian, and Alan, and Krista, it. Uh, this was a fantastic little show that you had here this time, even though it was a kind of a retrospective. I got to, I got to back up and, and just give, uh, give Krista a little bit of compliments. I remember when I was a kid growing up in the cornfields of Northern Illinois, every year we used to go to the museum of science and industry in Chicago. And all of the kids used to love to go and look at the, Look at the little chickens being hatched in the in the International Harvester exhibit. And I would promptly disappear and go down into the basement of the Museum of Science and Industry because the Chisler dragster was down there in a case. And you could and I was, I was just fascinated by that car. And, and I'm so glad now that it's up at Garlet's place and uh, up at Don's place in, in Ocala. But but I just she said, you know, the new people. And I said, there she is. She is the new people. And to have been alive and aware for all these years and watch these people grow up and having met some of them and talked to some of them, magical time. And now we look at the blessings that we've got uh, with this bizarro year to say, man, I can keep track of this watching, watching WFO and paying attention to that. And that, to me, is beyond... It's beyond cool. And not only watching it, but being able to throw in a few bits here and there. So I literally put together a page of notes, which I know you don't have time for now, but we'll, we'll save that for a separate time. Just from today's episode, I learned so much. I watched so hard. And it's just such a great place to watch the interaction of all the superb people you got on. Oh man. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate it. I know you've tried to call in a couple of times doing the show, the ignition show, et cetera. And, uh, thank you for saying that, you know, we, I, me, Giovanni in Miami, who I sent him the link, he was unable to come on, I guess, for whatever reason, but we, uh, you know, we work really hard. We care a lot, but we don't get to spend enough time thinking about, you know, was that good? Like, did, did, what did we just do? And, um, for you to say that, that's the audience's job, right? Like you just tell us whether we're doing a good job or not to keep coming back, to get more people coming in and coming on. So thank you for saying that. Hey, before I let you go, uh, tell the folks out there about your Studebaker work, because for, for everybody who doesn't know, if you have a Studebaker, man, this is the guy you do a lot of work with suit like intake manifolds and you are a Studebaker engine guy. You've got like a little project that you do on the side. Speaking of side hustles, like Amanda with her real estate uh, and me uh, with whatever I do that I can't talk about. Um, you do Studebaker intakes. Well, I've got a little 
it's my retirement project. I've got a little cottage industry going. I custom build uh, V8 Studebaker intake manifolds, and I also do CNC ported cylinder heads for Studebakers, which you can't really get anywhere. Uh, I've, I've niched, niched myself out to say, let's stay in that area. But what is interesting about that is there's a cult with the Studebaker world. The, the Studebaker Drivers Club has about 10,000 members worldwide. And I build stuff and sell it all over the world for people that want to go fast with Studebakers. Uh, two years ago, we started competing in the Hot Rod Magazine Engine Masters Challenge. Our first year was uh, pretty, pretty much a rookie failure. You know, we <laughs> get past square one. But uh, the second year, we did very well. Uh, we were in the bottom half of the field, but we did compete. And then this year, when we were all set to uh, set the world on fire, uh, they call it all off because of the virus. Right. But uh, okay. Hot Rod is out uh, for their choice, and uh, they are still holding it. Now it's called the Master of Motors competition by JE Pistons and uh, ARP and several of the good sponsors that are out there. And we have built an engine. We are going to compete in this competition. And basically, this is a racing competition without the car. You build the best engine you can within the rules. You take this engine and you go in. Uh, it's up at Mentor, Ohio, a JE Pistons facility up there. You put your engine in the dyno room. They get you all hooked up. You've got 30 minutes to make as many pulls as you can. They take your top three pulls. They average out your horsepower and your torque. And they come up with a score that's uh, equalized based on your displacement. And uh, winner takes all. And so here I am, some little Studebaker guy, and we're competing against the likes of John Kazi and some really top level engine builders and we're holding our own which is just fantastic so it's going to be at the very first of october and i'll uh, try to throw some links up to you so you can play with it we're going to be there we're going to be strong this year too we're, we're done with our rookie in our sophomore year uh we're going to go out we're going to have some fun with it so look for the studebaker power team to do a good job this year that's it. See, even our like regular listeners are celebrities, folks. That's the thing about WFO is like everybody is doing something. And uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hit you about total seal piston rings because I'm sure that you're already all over that. You've got them in the engine. That's it. That's it. How about that? Right? Do you listen to the Hidden Horsepower podcast? Have you speaking of Kazi and those guys? Have you checked that one out, Jeff? Yes, I have. And uh, I got to give kudos kudos to John Kazi when we were there our first year and we struggled a little bit. He's got his whole setup and his whole crew there, and he walked over and he gave us a hand. So this is still a a just a wonderful group sport that we're in. Everybody helps everybody else. That is awesome, Jeff. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, really appreciate you, uh, you know, listening and participating and checking out the show. And I know you're also very active in our WFO group posting. Crazy stuff, funny stuff, that snooker game, a guy running the table. Like, I don't know how many balls were on the table. It looked like 20. Um, and it, just amazing stuff. Not all racing, but it's not supposed to be all racing. It's just a great group, the WFO group. Thank you for uh, doing that because somebody's got to. <laughs> hey, thanks, for, thanks for putting up with me and listening to me. I just kind of ramble a little bit. So it's a fun place and you do a good job. And we miss Geo. Yeah. Yeah, where is this guy? He was invited to come on the show. He just, uh, you know, he says he's not allowed at the races anymore, which is not true. Not true. But that's what Ignition is for. See, I'm always trying to get people to listen to Ignition, and the uh, the caustic humor of Geo is exclusive to Ignition. 
So that's good enough. That's good for me. We got to drive people over there to the audio only experience that is ignition. So good stuff. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you, Joe. All right. Merry Christmas. There he goes. Deep and Hawk from Deep and Hawk Acres. And that brings us till now where I talk to you as the WFO holiday happy hour draws to a close. And whew, that was stressful. Throwing together a happy hour the very last second for the holidays when everybody's busy and to be able to get like the biggest of the big stars and celebs talking about Alan Reinhardt and Brian Loans and Amanda Busick and Krista Baldwin and Jason Logan like that is amazing. I'm thrilled and excited. But most importantly, uh, I want to say something to all you folks out there who have been listeners for a long time. Uh, you can put your comments in the comment section uh, and I'll read them at the end of the show. But as you know, uh, let's see what's Mike say. I sure hope you can make Baytown in May. Go get them. Krista. Yeah, that one just popped in. What's that one off of? Look at it. It's all purple. Oh, that's YouTube watching on YouTube. Mike, thank you very much. Everybody on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell. Let me thank the people who pay me to do this to say, Hey, deep and Hawk, what kind of piston rings? do you have in that engine that you're going to use in the engine masters challenge or master of motors? And he says it's total seal piston rings. And thank you to total seal. We just did a bit yesterday. You're all going to want to watch it. It's in the hidden horsepower Facebook group, but also on the podcast, Lake speed, Keith Jones, Matt Hartford, lots of great discussion about the creative process, about the engine builders that we interview. And it's basically a family reunion. It's total seal happy hour uh, like this. Had a, a really good time, a lot of fun with those guys. If you're building an engine, if you're a racer, if you want to find the hidden horsepower, um, total seal piston rings it really has nothing to do with me. It has to do with all these amazing guests that are on this show saying that they use Total Seal in their engines, totalseal.com. And you can find the podcast there. And you can get Hidden Horsepower t-shirts. Everybody go get one. Frank Hawley, Drag Racing School. Frank and Lana, oh, so supportive of this show. And to me, Frank Hawley is a god a little bit, like an icon. And he doesn't like that. But I remember when they first showed up with the Chi-Town Hustler in Gainesville, Florida. Like I remember that. And then they went on the incredible run. And I remember the start of the drag racing school and uh, to be able to encourage you all to go there and get a license or just have the dragster adventure experience and talk to guys like Jack Beckman and people like Erica Anders who went through and look at what they've all done. Uh, amazing. And you probably noticed, I really only like to pitch things that I really genuinely believe in. We have yet to go down the road of snake oil and I'll get back to the sponsors because like, I, is this guy driving or maybe he's pulled over to the side of the road? Maybe he's pulled over to the side of the road and certainly nothing moving in the background, something moving in the background. You're on the air now. Definitely not driving. Giovanni in Miami from the ignition show is just going to make it appear as if he's stopped. So I can bring him on while I tell you about samtech.edu the School of Automotive Machinists and Technology. You just signal me when you're appearing as if you're stopped, and then I'll bring you on there, Geo in Miami. Samtech, new factory stock podcast, Aaron Stanfield, Brian Massengill. It's available for the holidays. It's available now. These guys, it's a school. They've done great things for us. And I'll tell you about Marvin, but first, Geo in Miami. All right, I don't really recognize this guy because he's got his first haircut Hello. since February. What's up, Giovanni? How are you? Merry Dude, Christmas. All I hear is the stuttering, crackling sound. I don't know if you can hear me. I can. So just say something good to the audience. Anyway, 
What the hell is going on? Merry Christmas, everyone. There it is. All right. Since you're driving, I'm going to pull you off. There goes Gio in Miami. who got the first haircut he's had since February. And he's having the Don the Snake problem, where on the other end of that deal, I'm all static. But like, I'm thanking for miracles here because it didn't happen to anyone except for Gio, the one that it's okay if it happens to. Funny guy, you know, family, and is on the Ignition show. You hear me now? You can I hear, hear you me. now. No more crackling. Well, it's a, a limited time, so you better get it in. Uh, whatever it is you want to say to the WFO universe out there for the holidays. I just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, Kwanzaa, Chinooka, whatever the hell you celebrate. There it is. And, of course, you've got the moving background on the film set you're on. Everything good? You good? Everybody good down there? I see you. Dude, got I'm great. Car. I'm not on a film set. I'm driving. I'm driving home. You're not supposed to be driving on the air. Well, I'm not, like, looking at the camera. I'm just holding the phone. <laughs> All right. little piece of wisdom for the audience as we get ready to sign off. Go. Um, wow. <laughs> wisdom. I yeah. wasn't expecting this. Uh, look both ways before crossing the street, boys and girls. There you go. Do you know that you have the Polly Walnuts wings going on? Do you know that? What, the white oh, hair? The white on the sides. You do. You got the Polly Walnuts wings. Yeah. Hey. Did you notice oh, what else? What, that you got a haircut? Yeah. yeah. I referenced it several times. Your head must feel 10 pounds lighter. Dude, I'll send you a picture of, like, the, the little Pomeranian that they cut off of my head. You should donate it. No, man. It's not like that. All right. Anyway. I'm no, it really, it literally looked like a little, one of those little, uh, you know, those dogs that people carry around in the purse. Yeah, purse dog. I know what you mean. <laughs> That's exactly what, he actually looked, you know, with the black and gray hair, it looked a lot like Mooney. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go. Family member dog. All right. I'm anyway, going to I'm about to sign off. Before I, you know, before the show cut off, I saw you earlier while I was, you know, uh, doing all my busy work. Uh, I saw you on with uh, like a whole bunch of, like a flock of your fellow NHRA workers. And uh, Krista Baldwin. Yes, it was a flock in Krista. Yeah, but um, I just otherwise known as I was Krista. To, to, to log on at the time, and I just wanted to tell you know check in. I figured you, I'm lucky to get in. I guess I just wanted to let everyone know that um, we do down here. You know, we don't participate in the winter with snow and all that stuff, but uh, we support you all throughout the holiday season. And WFO is. Wants to send everybody some uh, warm South Florida wishes. There you go. Thank you very much, Gio. Look, KB Racing saying, ha ha, Gio. They're uh, getting a shout out from KB. That's great. And you know who's probably running that uh, handle right there. All right, Gio, I'm letting you go. I want to get off the air and finish drinking. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy New Year. And uh, we'll talk to you on Monday because I think we're going to do an ignition show. Are we? <laughs> All right. I guess we're committed. Yeah, man, why not? Why not? What else is there to do? All right. That's true. What else is there to do? All right. There he goes. Great Giovanni in Miami. Star of the Ignition Show. And look at that. We got KB Racing checking in. A little smile. Hello to uh, the whoever is running the KB Racing page. Thank you very much. You're going to be on the show at some point real soon. And let's see. What did we learn here? Pocket bacon. Definitely. We learned all of that. Let me tell you about Marvin Rodak real quick, and then I'll give you my final thought, and I'll read your comments in the comments section. Uh, Marvin, 817-924-6821. Great guy, great supporter, fan and friend of drag racing. And that's what Brian was saying. And, you know, Brian's very eloquent. Of course, so is Amanda. And uh, there's a lot of emotion wrapped up in all of this, a lot of emotion wrapped up in all of this. And you think about the people like uh, who is helping 
who's hurting, who's pushing the rock up the hill and who is holding it back, causing us trouble. And Marvin is one of these people who is definitely helping push the rock up the hill as, uh, you know, Bo and Randy Lynn at Nitro Fish and uh, everyone who has been so supportive of WFO over the years. But uh, you can help push the rock up the hill also by ordering a little Rodax coffee, some hot sauce, spice rub everything good uh someone was asking about those nitro barrel coffee mugs that we have and you got to call marvin 817-924-6821 wfo radio face coverings at our website wforadio.com and whenever you see a book spoken about on the show or something we talk about on the show i throw it up there in our uh, amazon store you can get you know the face coverings but you can also see products that we approve in the amazon store some interesting stuff not all racing related but a lot of it is and uh, we're going to continue to expand that. And you can also find out how to get a uh, packet of WFO stickers for free. That's right. I'm sending out free stuff. Let's see the final comments before we get out of here. Uh, Chuck says, fun, happy hour show, Joe. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you as well. Thank you very much. Uh, Alan Challenge. I'll race his 8N against my 38 Alice Chambers Model B. All right. I'll tell him on Tuesday. Send me an email. An official challenge. Uh, Kev. Kev's across the pond. Happy Christmas. Catch up on the Apple podcast. Thank you very much. And, you know, Neil, there's another one, Neil Hunter. We lost Neil and um, just so many people this year. I don't know why. I know people pass every single year, but this year it felt like more people that were in the circle of drag racing or things that I know and pay attention to care about passed away than I can ever remember. Uh, so to all of them, you know, to Neil and others, uh, here's to you. Thank you so much for, you know, your time here. We had fun. We enjoyed it. It was good. All right. Just like that. We done happy hour in the books. Thanks to Krista for diving in on the show. Thanks to geo for diving in the show. Jeff Rice, AKA deep and Hawk, Alan Reinhardt, Brian, Amanda, I got to say, uh, Amanda with the flannel jammies and the whatever it was and the tree and the pillow and the white and the lights, it was, it was a really good set. It was really good. <laughs> Definitely made it an entertaining show. Jason Logan with the white beard. Great stuff. And we reached out to a lot of people and it was very last second, very last second. I just want to, uh, you know, if you couldn't make it, thank you for making it at some other point in, in the year. This is what we do. We're trying to grow. We're letting the word out. WFO. It's like deep, deep, deep in the heart of drag racing. And we like other stuff too, but we love NHRA drag racing and drag racing in general. But again, it's not the cars. It's the people. And that includes all of you. The WFO universe. Our audience. So we appreciate you. We appreciate the sponsors and we appreciate everybody who has gone out of their way over the course of 2020 to help make it happen. 2021 is around the corner. Will it all get better instantly at the strike of midnight? No. Do we know that we're on the road to where we want to be? Yes. Yes, we do. And, uh, and that's good. So Merry Christmas. We'll be on. We'll do ignition on Monday. We'll get together on Tuesday with Alan. And then that's that. Pulling the plug. It'll be best of till after the new year. Thank you so much, everybody. W-F-O. And we'll see you next week on WFO Radio. And if you're in South Florida, head out to Homestead for Fast Lane Friday.
Subscribe to WFO Radio on iTunes. Never miss a show. And don't forget to write a review. WFO.